Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world. And we are now live from the corner of Dalton and Lynn Street. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's indeed free game. With your host, Charles Mitchell and Neely. So get ready, because we pregame harder than the other show's part. It's the pregame. to the pregame show here on the Black College Sports Network, uh, where, of course, today our Jackson State men's and women's team, they'll be taking on the Mississippi Valley State Devilettes and the Devils. So uh, be sure to catch that game. That game will be uh, streaming live on Mississippi Valley State Sports uh, YouTube channel uh, for both women's and men's games. And, of course, we're going to get into all that action as we preview uh, the women's and men's games. But, Brother Neely, man, welcome back into the show, man. Man, man, I've seen a lot of you this week, so I don't even have yeah. to ask you. Man, I know how you've been. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We've been up on each other all week. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Phrasing, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pause. Phrasing, rephrasing, pause, pause. We've been <laughs> we a, have we've not been, been a, all up on each other all week. <laughs> we've been that. around each other all week. Yeah, we've been around each other. Shout out to Wendy, your wife. I ain't been up on the Pause. <laughs> no doubt, man. But, of course, this past week, man, uh, February 2nd was National Signing Day, and uh, uh, I tell you what, uh, Jackson State was able to knock things out the park uh, again this past National Signing Day. But, you know, we, we kind of talked a little bit about this uh, offline. You know, a lot of the heavy lifting was done back in December. Mm-hmm. February 2nd was kind of that cherry on top of the Sunday. Yeah, you know, historically speaking, when that signing day comes, that's when you just get this big influx uh, of folks making announcements. Uh, well, we had already had uh, so many game-changing announcements, not only for Jackson State, not only for the SWAC, but HBCUs uh, in this level of college football, if you will. Uh, you know, you signed the number one player in the nation uh, in, in Travis Hunter. Uh, you had a, a top receiver in the nation in, in Kevin Coleman. And so by the time we got to actual February 2nd, Chuck, there was uh, a decrescendo, if you will, compared to the crescendo. Yes, I was in the band, so I know those musical terms. I'm for sure get the mouth right. I was but, listening. Right? But then, I got so many layers to need. Y'all just ain't up on it. But we we were we were peaking. You know, we had that appetizer. Uh, we had that entree. By the time we got dessert, man, it was just a cherry on the top. But all in all, a successful signing, signing class, excuse me, for Coach Prime in Jackson State. Another historical one. That makes two in a row. Uh, where Jackson State has had in aggregate the number one class uh, for this level of college football, man. So just outstanding effort from uh, Coach Prime, the recruiters, Coach O, uh, head recruiting and player personnel, all the assistant coaches who got out there on the road, even doing a resurgence of Omicron uh, to go out there and, and get these last recruits in. So as Coach Prime said, he just told us this week, and we're going to talk about our visit with him later in the show, that the team has absolutely gotten better, and this is a team that went undefeated in the SWAC, and he expects that this team with this signing class for 2022 will be better than the 2021 team. A team that went undefeated in the SWAC and got better 
uh, in the offseason. Uh, you said a mouthful there, man, uh, when you take a look at uh, – and, of course, you can go to go to JSU Tiger, gojsutigers.com to get a full uh, reading on the, the signing class as well as a bit of a bio uh, under the football tab. But uh, I tell you what, to, that's, that says a lot about the, the effort – that the staff put in to put this class together. Uh, but for a lot of recruiting uh, ranking uh, individuals, uh, still had Jackson State number one in terms of FCS uh, recruiting. Sure, sure. Still number one uh, class. I don't think I've seen anyone uh, have us less uh, out of the top five. Uh, I've seen some folks have us at three and two and four. Uh, but no matter who does the polling, the research, when you put that class together, we're in the top five. I tend to believe and lean toward the needle of number one. Uh, you know, which I mean, when you have players who are five stars that commit and sign and they're the number one at their position and number one overall, then it's easy to see why we're number one at this at, at this division. But hats off. Great signing class. Again, as Chuck said, go to go. Go JSUTigers.com. You can get the bios on all these players and make sure that you follow them on social media. Uh, make yes. sure you follow them on Instagram, Twitter, wherever they have pages. That helps increase their NIL value. You know, the more followers they have, the more likes they get, the more companies want to reach out to them and utilize them. So we are here by growing this brand and growing these young athletes into professionals. So it's important that you follow them and support them on social media because it is their brand. It is their business now. Uh, no doubt about it, and we saw that this past uh, week with Mal Wyden. I uh, was able to uh, sign an NIL deal with the company, but uh, like you said, uh, be sure to go uh, to their Instagram pages, like, and then and follow those guys. It increases their value. Uh, speaking of increasing value, uh, we had an opportunity, tremendous opportunity, uh, this past week to go visit Country Prime, and and and. I tell you what, that was an experience unto itself <laughs> uh, to go up there and, and meet with Coach Prime and really uh, just kind of get the state of Jackson State football. A tremendous experience, Neely, going up there with you. But uh, a, a lot of great segments are going to be previewing or coming out on the pregame show YouTube page uh, over the next over the next few weeks. Uh, just we were able just to talk with Coach Prime and just get so much tremendous insight into what he's looking at, not only with this Jackson State program, but HBCU football in general. Yeah, spent an entire day with him uh, on his estate, his ranch, uh, and toured the, the wooded parts of it, uh, the lakes, spent time in his home. Uh, you know, we were there from just about sunrise to, to sunset and lots of information, you know. Uh, and so for the rest of this month, with this Black History Month, we're going to be featuring him as living black history and giving you segments of things we talked about uh, from his personal life. You know, the, we call the first lady of, of HBCU football, Tracy Edmonds, to his close uh, family and friends who've been there with him, the Youngs. Uh, his good friend, Nate Newton, Cowboys legend, who's been on the pregame show before, uh, was with her that day. So we had a tremendous time, man. Everything from breakfast, lunch, and dinner to it's time to get out of that. And Chuck, what y'all are going to see in a future segment. He calls it Country Prime, but I renamed it Sunshine because I called back to Jack said, I don't want to come home. I'm, I ain't coming back. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay here. But he reminded me that even Jesus got up in three days, so nobody can stay with him. <laughs> nobody, can stay with, nobody can stay with him more than three days. <laughs> uh, but I tell you what, it was scenic. It was uh, restful. It was peaceful. Uh, and I tell you what, uh, you really get an opportunity to kind of, I can see where you can get there, recoup, reflect. And, uh, and and more or less look at what he wants to do in the future uh, with this Jackson State program. And, you know, we had an opportunity to sit back and, and watch and talk to a recruit on, on National Signing Day. 
And I, I tell you what, that was a very unique experience. Uh, Roy, if you could cue that up, man. Uh, let's take a look at uh, Coach Prime as we were able to sit down and, and he was talking to a, a recruit. Welcome back in to the pregame show, Bishop and Neely. Great insight there. And one of the things Coach Prime is looking for in those new recruits, Neely, character, character, character. He wants to make sure that he's bringing in the right guy into this Jackson State program. Yeah, that jumps out when we spent time with him as he was talking to uh, some other recruits that day. Uh, and he admits that whereas the last signing class was historic because of the pandemic, they didn't get to drill down as much as they would like to in that character aspect because you weren't able to get into homes and sit on couches with moms and dads and uncles and cousins running around. Uh, so he was doing all this virtual. But this time around, they've placed an extra emphasis on not just those prime attributes of tough, fast, smart, and disciplined, but character as well. Uh, and so you heard a coach there in his recruitment pitch. Uh, most coaches, they're going out recruiting and they're selling the university. Prime was sitting there saying, why should I take you? You got to sell yourself. We know what we have and we know what we're building, what we're capable of. Where do you fit in? I need to hear from you uh, from the character aspect, from your work ethic aspect. Uh, and some of that conversation uh, we, we left out, uh, but but there were some, some nuggets in there where you could just tell that's a focus for this year's signing class and this year's 2022 football program. Hey, you know, that was a very unique experience in terms of listening to an individual sell himself uh, to the university, which I thought was uh, uh, sort of unique when you take a look at uh, normally it's, it's in reverse, like you just mentioned, uh, the school selling themselves to the recruit, but uh, Coach Prime really wanted to drill down. Why are you looking at Jackson State? Why do you, why, why are, do you think you would be a right fit for this program? Yeah, that was a special moment, and, and it helps these kids. Even when they come on the pregame show and we interview them, he wants them to grow and become professionals in all phases. And that means, you know, having some some interview skills and having some presentation skills. Even with NIL, uh, you know, your presentation skills and how you carry yourself on social media and how you can speak and pitch for a particular product, he is all about training these athletes for more than just the game of football, because the truth is the majority of college football players do not go on to the NFL, but he wants to make sure that they go on to other aspects of professionalism, uh, including, and you're hearing it here first, he's working on setting up uh, a national signing day for athletes uh, as it relates in a draft for athletes, as it relates to fortune 500 companies. Uh, we had an opportunity uh, to sit with him while he was having a, a meeting a virtual meeting with Under Armour about our new uniforms, but that was the kind of thing that came up in that conversation is, you know, we're not just looking for Under Armour and these companies to dress our athletes, but we need our athletes to go on to work for companies uh, that you see with us like Pepsi and Walmart and Under Armour and so forth. So there's a lot of things out there on the table that he's working on. Uh, and it's not just the off season because he has no off season. He's always, you know, uh, on the go for Jack State football and always at the negotiation table. And, and he is a pretty savvy negotiator. We savvy. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, I think that is the uh, buzzword there in terms of talking with regards to Coach Prime and his business acumen. Extremely savvy in terms of what he wants to see with regards to this Jackson State brand. And as you see the pictures of scrolling behind us there, uh, it was fascinating to sit and be around that and listen to, you know, his vision. And, you know, there's that give and take, you know, and he wants to make sure everything is nailed down to his standards. So mm -hmm. I, I think that was huge to be able to sit there and watch that. 
Yeah, that was one of the takeaways that I liked is that that to hear a company start off with a no and then go to a maybe and then to a will do it by the time he was done working them. So uh, it was just uh, just fantastic to be a part of that. Uh, and, you know, as Chuck mentioned earlier, what we're going to be bringing out through the month of February are some segments, uh, particular topics that we talked with him about, which are a wide range of topics. But we got a little teaser trailer that's out there on YouTube now, so make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and have your notifi- notifications on. So we'll queue up uh, the exclusive trailer, which is showing you some of the stuff that will become, not all, but some of the things you can look forward to the rest of February from our talk with Coach Prime at Country Prime. It's the pregame show. We come to you live from Country Prime as we sit down with an exclusive with Coach Prime. Get ready. Stay tuned. It's Bishop. It's Neely. It's the pregame show from Country Prime. Man, these folks thought Country Prime was a hashtag. <laughs> this is real. 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 There was nothing on this side of the lake. It was just blank. And I looked across there and I said, hey, don't go to the house with me. He's like, no, you should get them to do that. No, you're not going to do that. That's what they think of it. I can see and feel the happiness on that. Never, they never got that. 
exclusive teaser there uh, from the pregame show. Uh, welcome back in here on the Black College Sports Network with the shaman of HBCU sports, Neely. Instagram, the grand poobah. <laughs> the grand poobah. <laughs> we're not, we're not scoring with the capital today, man. There you go. <laughs> Uh, and a reminder, uh, the football schedule will be coming out on this upcoming Monday. Uh, like I said, uh, go JSUTigers.com and get all your news and uh, information in regards to what's going on this week in hey. Jackson City Athletics. <laughs> is, is that our clarion call to talk about That's today's game? Let's talk, all let's right, talk right. basketball. Let's talk a little <laughs> basketball <laughs> as we get ready today for our Jackson State men's and women's uh, game as they get ready to take on the Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils. The Lady Tigers, first up, they come into this game 11-6, and 9-0 on the season. I'll tell you what, they took care of business this past weekend against Gramlin, as they beat Gramlin 81-68. Tougher one this past Monday against Southern, they won 66-58. They're now 9-0 and in conference, nine-game winning streak. They're getting it done, Neil. Absolutely getting it done. And we always knew, uh, you know, you talked about the Texas two-step that was coming to Jackson uh, when we brought in Prairie View and Texas Southern. But we always do that if we could survive and thrive against. And by the way, that's been referenced to Dr. People's book. Y'all should still go get that book. Mm. Excellent book about the history. Excellent book. But if we could thrive and survive against the Louisiana teams, uh, who statistically speaking are you know, second and third in a lot of categories right behind us. So we knew that Grambling was going to play us tough and Southern was going to play us tough. Uh, and they and they did. They lived up to their numbers. Uh, the Lady Tigers against Grambling were able to just go ahead and accelerate at the end uh, when Grambling's big fouled out and some other players got out in foul trouble. Uh, and we so we got that kind of traditional victory you expect from the Lady Tigers. But the Southern Jags on Monday night uh, was yes, the sir. first season uh, that the Lady Tigers were down at halftime. Yeah. And so, you know, Coach Reed will tell you all the time, she does not coach the scoreboard. She coaches the game. Uh, and in that philosophy, we were able to chip away, get that lead back and accelerate in the fourth quarter. But those were two tough teams. And you never want to take an opponent lightly, you know, because you got to go back through everybody uh, twice and, and so forth. But the toughest is now behind us. So these yeah. Lady Tigers are certainly poised if they can stay away from the Omicron variant. Uh, stay injury-free, get Deja Rogan back out of the walking boot, really poised to go undefeated in the swag going into the tournament. Uh, you take a look at uh, this Jackson State team, especially that third and fourth quarter against Southern. Uh, you got to hang your hat on defense and rebounding, and that's exactly what they did. Our Jackson State ladies, they're number one in scoring defense in the swag, limiting opponents only 61 points per game, and then number one in block shots averaging five block shots a game when you talk about Amisha uh, Williams-Holiday and Maya Crump patrolling things down there in the paint. And you talk about uh, this Jackson State uh, women's team in terms of rebounding, seventh in the nation in rebound margin, uh, 10.2, and ninth in the NCAA in field goal percentage uh, defense, uh, limiting opponents to only 34% shooting. So uh, they do a tremendous job. Uh, when the ball isn't going to the rim, hang your hat on the defense and rebounding the basketball. Yeah, they seem to be great stats there, Chuck. That's what they call you, the stat man, Charles Bishop. Uh, great stats to really dig deeper into this team and what Coach Reed has put together at 1400 Lynch Street. Uh, and, and another aspect of that is the depth, uh, because when we get in the third and fourth quarter, you may have some starters getting fatigued and want to shake up lineups. 
Coach Reed has a bench that you don't know is, is the bench. You know, if you yeah. just write the names of the starting five, by the time she gets to her second and third lineups deep into the game, you know, they're not just maintaining the season averages. They are actually adding two. And when you talk about being number one in, in block shots, they're also number one in talking a little trash to you after they block that shot. So they, they bring some energy. They love it. They take responsibility around the rim as far as rebounding, offensive rebounding, uh, and also aggressive on defense. Uh, I do think the past two games with Rogan being out, there seemed to be a sluggish start uh, to guard play. Uh, but now yeah. that team has found some uh, some experience with that lineup without her. You know, that, that's that gone away pretty much. So uh, they are they are poised to go up there and Valley Man stay and handle business. And we'll be back home Valentine weekend. We have a home game on Saturday the 12th and a home game on Monday the 14th. Uh, home games upcoming this upcoming weekend uh, during Valentine's weekend. Take your sweetheart to go enjoy a little Jackson State basketball. Uh, since, you said, <laughs> since you said you've been under me all week, I guess I'll take you. <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> they take on the Mississippi Valley State Devilettes, who are 2-15 and 15 on the season, 1-8 in, in swag play. But when you talk about this Devilette basketball team, one thing they ain't shy about doing, they going to shoot three ball. Uh, they are tops of the conference in terms of threes attempted, 422 uh, threes attempted, 121 made. They're averaging 7.1 uh, three-pointers per game while posting top 20 and top 30 marks nationally in force turnovers. So they're going to play a little defense. They're going to uh, scramble around a little bit and force you, trying, trying to force that ball out of your hands. Then they're going to jack it up there. So as far as those threes go, Chuck, again, excellent analysis. We got to see which devil that teams shows up today. If they're making them, we have got to play some perimeter defense uh, and, and get some hands up on those shots, which can limit because uh, threes typically have long rebounds, uh, can limit some of our rebound opportunities. Uh, but hopefully they get to taking those shots and they keep shooting them and they're missing them versus keep shooting because they're in Golden State Warrior mode. Uh, it just depends on which. Now, they, they're going to attempt them. They're mm-hmm. they shoot. They live and die off the three like we live and die around the basketball rim uh, with our bigs. Uh, But it's just a matter of are they knocking down those shots? Do they get some confidence early uh, to keep shooting and keep shooting? Uh, Because we saw that happen uh, last week with Grambling. Uh, Grambling just would not miss. You know, from the mid-range of three, low into the shot clock, you know, you're playing – 20, 25, 30 seconds of strong defense and three or four seconds left in the shot clock and they nail a three, what looks like a miracle, uh, but it really was part of their game plan to, you know, use a lot of clock and, and, and make that three ball. So we'll see what Valley does in that regard. Uh, I still say Lady Tigers, man, with that depth and our and our length around the rim and our rebound ability, going to be hard for any of those remaining teams in the swag uh, to give us trouble if we play our game. If we shift to their game, that's when things can get shaky, but looking forward to a victory up there today. Yeah, looking forward to a victory up there today. A name that our Tiger fans want to keep an eye out for is Ronnie Williams. Ronnie Williams had one of the most impressive performances for, uh, for the Double S uh, in quite some time. She had triple-double, 17 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds versus UAPB. Uh, she is a Memphis product. Uh, she has... Uh, one of the leaders in the SWAC in terms of assists. She has 88 dimes on the season, uh, good for second most in the conference, 5.2 per game. She's also runner-up 
the league-wide in terms of looking at steals. She's averaging uh, 2.4 steals per game. So tough defender, a name you want to keep your eye out on is Wani Williams for the Mississippi Valley State Devilettes. Let's turn the page. Let's talk about the men. It has been a rough go for our Jackson State men, 4-16 and 16 on the season, 2-7 and seven in swag play. Uh, they fell short last week in the inaugural bridge builder uh Classic against Gramlin, lost 73 to 64. They also dropped that home contest to Southern uh, this past weekend. No tough goal for our guys, but uh, one thing has been consistent has been the play of Javius McKinnis. He has, again, uh, getting it done week in, week out for this Jackson State Tiger basketball team. Man, it's going to sound like we can just pick up some previous episodes and press, press play, broken record play here. Uh, we got to get J-Max some help, some consistent help, uh, whether it is assists, getting other players involved, or knocking down some mid-range shots. Uh, you know, you talk about that record in SWAC, I think two and seven. Uh, the, the Tigers are two and seven. There are probably about three games, two or three games we left out there, you know, losing uh, by one or two points or less than six points and had some woulda, coulda, shoulda moments. So this team is still much better than the record appears, but here's where we are, Chuck. We're now in February. Yeah. Uh, we have gotten the non-conference schedule uh, done with. Uh, we have gotten the month of January in conference. Now it is the month of February. This is where you got to start peaking because you want to go into the February on high, ready for that SWAC tournament. So we got to right the ship. I don't want to say that today is a must-win game for the Tigers, but today is a must-win game. For I was going to say I'll say it. Today is a must-win game for the Tigers as Mississippi Valley State. They come in on a six-game losing streak. You want to be able to get the not only just the bragging rights, but you just got to get back on the win side of the column uh, for our Jackson State basketball team. Uh, like I said, the constant has been the scoring and rebounding of Javis McKinnis. He had 15 points, 16 rebound effort versus Gramlin for the season. He's averaging 12.2 points per game and 10 rebounds. He's averaging a double-double, which is 14th nationally uh, uh, when you take a look at what he's been doing. And get this, sixth in the nation in block shots. He's averaging almost three and a half block shots a game, 69 yeah. block shots on the season. So you got to find some scoring to go along with uh, what Javis McKinnis is doing. Uh, hopefully Jonas James uh, or and others, Malachi Wyman, can pick up the scoring slack for Jack State. And we look great in spurts, but it's just closing things out toward the end of the game. Yeah, and again, man, the record is pretty misleading. You know, I know two and seven is two and seven, uh, but we had some games out there that got away from us. Uh, even this Southern game, uh, the, you know, almost the entire football team was there and on their feet and cheering on the Tigers. And and we were in that game with minutes to spare. So the score of that game really does not tell the true story of it. Uh, but we got to get another guy. We got to get yeah. another guy that's going to get you consistently eight to 13 points somewhere in there per game. Uh, we got to have somebody that's going to get us, uh, you know, eight to ten assists per game. Uh, and that's going to – because J-Mac is going to be J-Mac. He's rolling out of bed with a double-double. He's rolling out of bed getting you anywhere from three to five blocks. Uh, and so that's taking away points from them. Uh, his rebounding skill on the defensive side is taking away second-chance opportunities. His rebounding on the offensive side is giving us second chances. We just got to stop losing by six points without having somebody else do their part. So today you're on the road to Valley, quote unquote, hostile environment, but a team that has totally underperformed coached by, you know, one of our greats, one of our famous uh, Lindsey Hunter, 
Uh, so, you know, he, yes. he, he wants to get his ship righted against us, uh, but we've got to find a way to run up there in Valley, man. I think psychologically uh, it's a must-win game for us. Uh, you know, we've got to somehow get some wins and start peaking because, Chuck, I said it all December, all January. It's here now. It's February. we got to win in February. Yeah, i got to win in February. And when we talk about this Mississippi Valley State <clears throat> Delta Devil team, they mimic uh, the Devil S. When you talk about uh, the way they jack up threes, uh, mm-hmm. uh, propensity for the long ball, they're averaging the second most threes in the league. Uh, they're averaging 6.8 threes to go along with a second-best turnover margin of plus 2.3. Uh, so when you take a look at the Devils uh, and their scoring, uh, I think what jumps out is they have three. Mississippi Valley State Delta Devil players that are scoring, averaging in the double digits. Anchor, Robert Carpenter, he's averaging almost 18 points per game, 17.9. Caleb Hunter, 13.8 uh, points per game. Uh, Lindsey Sun. And then you also have Devin Gordon, who's averaging 10 points per game. Uh, this duo, they've combined to make uh, 100 three pointers thus far this season. And Caleb Hunter, he's a three point shy from the thousand point benchmark. So uh, Caleb can get it up there and get some points going. And this is a team I watched them when they get hot, they're a little scared. Yeah, you're exactly right. So they, they, they mirror their female counterparts that played before them as far as shooting and having a green light mentality. But most programs, football, basketball, badminton, bowling, you're going to take on the characteristics of your head coach. And Lindsey Hunter is a green light guy. He is green a green light. We're going to go down shooting because you got to get the ball in the basket. Uh, and his son is a mirror image of him physically and the way they walk and dribble and move the ball. And <laughs> exactly. one of them hesitates about throwing up a shot no matter where they are on the floor. Uh, so you can expect that the defense is going to have to extend uh, and get out there on the perimeter and get some hands up just like the Lady Tigers have to do. And, and, and then that heat check, man, are they going to be knocking them down? Yeah, uh, and with confidence, or, or are they gonna, you know, be off on them and shooting less than thirty percent, but still going and producing some long range rebounds for us and some get out fast breaks uh, that we can count on, make some layups, maybe even get fouled in that process. Uh, regardless, Chuck, again, here we are. Uh, you know, I've always said we got to score more than sixty to win. I even hit it with the Southern game. Y'all got to start betting with Neely. I said we need sixty-five to beat Southern. We score sixty-four today to beat Valley. We got to get north of fifty-eight. We got to get north of 58 points. We do that. We win. Uh, take care of some other road games before coming back home. But, Chuck, we're in February, and it is no more excuses time. We got to win some ball games so that we're peaking right and get a good seed for that tournament. Uh, we, we're probably getting close to mathematical where, the, where we have to travel for the first game, yeah. uh, you know, regardless of what happens. But I, I haven't crunched the numbers to see if that's out of reach yet. Uh, but we do need to start turning the corner and getting some victories so that we peak in March. Because when you get to the tournament, you just got to be the best team for that game. And this team is built to be the best team for a game, regardless of this two and seven current record. No better place to close out. We're right up against tip off with the women's game. Uh, like you said, February is the month. You got to turn it up a notch. Uh, women have been doing a tremendous job, not in the conference play. Men got to get there. Got to turn that knob, if you will, and start peaking as we get going towards March towards a swag tournament. Got to get there. Got to get there. Uh, I tell you what, uh, any uh, players that you think need to click to today for uh, for the women uh, or the men? No, I just want to point out that Chuck used the word propensity. And I want everybody out there in Tiger Nation to make sure you Google that and become familiar with it because he has the propensity to throw out big words every now and again. So uh, I'm just leaving it right there, Chuck. 
<laughs> no better place to close it. Thank you for joining us here on the pregame show with Bishop and Billy on the Black College Sports Network. Be sure to tune in next Saturday, Valentine's weekend. We'll bring you more of Jackson State pregame basketball. <laughs>